1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Monday. It is uh, the first day of a kind of an odd week because we've got a holiday coming up in the middle of the week. But glad you all are here with me on the Andrea K Show or for the Andrea K Show coming at y'all from the AM 1170 studios here in San Diego. And joining me as always is, I'm not going to call him the Grease, but y'all know who I'm talking about. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks. I love this country. You know what I couldn't figure out, Andrea? Was last weekend the holiday weekend, or is it next weekend the holiday weekend? Well, you know, that's an interesting question that you should ask, my friend, because lots of people have been posing, what is the protocol here when you've got a holiday in the middle of the week? Do you start drinking the night before, like tomorrow night, to have your your celebratory cocktail? Do you start the weekend before, the weekend after? I don't know. Your thoughts? I don't know. That's why I was asking you. Well. (laughs) I was looking for guidance. Thank you for that wisdom that you shared. Grasshopper. I don't drink, so. Yeah, you don't. Um, I, didn't we see you with a beer in your hand at a certain Padres game this past weekend? Nope. You didn't? Nope, no. All no right. beer. Well, good for you. Charged too much there. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You got to sneak it in. You didn't hear that here. Hey, 888-344-1170 if you would like to call in the show and chime in. We've got lots to cover tonight. Oh, my gosh, there's so much information uh, happening and so many things. I mean, uh, the left... They weren't celebrating the 4th of July this past weekend as they were, oh yeah. Yeah, no, they were, that wasn't this little line of mine, I'm going to let it shine. No, that's not what the protesters were singing. They were singing something that was along the lines of, I'm going to, didn't you, did you get the words on that? It was something. I thought at one point they said something about save our country. Yeah, save our country and abolish ICE is what I think they were actually singing. Um, And did you guys know, were you aware that yesterday, as all of these supposed people who love families so much and are just so concerned about children, um, you know, people that we wish that they had as much uh, concern for children when they were in the birth canal and just two inches away from being actually... um, uh, separated uh, from their parents. Um, maybe that's why the left supports late-term abortion in the birth canal, because they don't want children to be separated from their parents. I mean, that's the kind of twisted logic that's going on with these people. While they were out marching in the streets this weekend, supposedly on behalf of hashtag keep families together, it was the anniversary of the murder of Kate Steinle at the hands of an illegal who was in this country and had been deported multiple times. And when anybody like myself dared to point out in memoriam for that beautiful lady and how her family had been tortured and destroyed by being permanently separated at the hands of an illegal who murdered their precious daughter, um, I, I had to block people because of the foul, incendiary, disgusting things that were said by the party of love. 
the uh, calls to abolish ICE, the calls for open borders um, that now the left is open about. You guys remember back during the primaries in 2016 when, thanks to uh, WikiLeaks, we saw a lot of uh, private conversations that had gone on, uh, speeches, things that Hillary Clinton had said in speeches. One of the things that she said that WikiLeaks uh, blew open was she said, I've got a private position and a public position when it comes to borders. Well, that's just been the whole Democrat Party, and now we see that they're open about it. They're open about the fact that they they don't want laws. They don't want the rule of law. This isn't about children. This is about an abolishment of the rule of law in this country by calling to abolish ICE and by calling for open borders in which they can allow for the invasion of our country by people that don't want to come here and assimilate into our culture and embrace our culture, but to tear it apart from within. Will that work for them? Joining me a little bit later in the show is uh, our friend Jen Kearns from The Hill, who's got an article written about it. She's been doing some digging, and she says that this is actually backfiring on the Dems, and it's actually going to lead, uh, further lead, on top of what's been going on with the nasty, vile, vicious ways in which the left has been calling for violence against Americans. That is going to help usher in a red wave as well. So stay tuned. Jen Kearns will be here a little bit later in the show. Uh, speaking of violence, uh, Friday we had a uh, 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in on the show. If you're watching and listening on uh, Facebook Live, um, by the way, um, please do keep those comments rolling and I'll try to read out some comments during the show. Um, Friday, I believe it was Friday, uh, we had a shooting at a, a newspaper outlet, uh, the Capital Gazette. Five people were slaughtered immediately. As is always the case when we have these shootings, there's a rush to politicize. While bodies are bleeding out, no, and no, can, uh, people have not even been notified, next of kin has not been notified. Immediately, it was about blaming President Trump. Oh, because he's called out for fake news in the past and called them out for the propagandists that they are, for their efforts in colluding with the left to push out false stories and false narrative to the detriment, to the division of this country and to the detriment of their country while he was being accused of that. Did you guys know that there was a reporter, a guy named uh, Connor Berry, a reporter for the Republican in Springfield, Massachusetts, who tweeted out, that the shooter uh, was someone wearing, he, uh, he tweeted out that the gunman who opened fire in the newsroom was wearing a hat that had Make America Great Again on it. Think about that. The tweet, and, and he ended up deleting the tweet, but it was only deleted after, I guess, his editor saw it and took it down. Think about what that does to tweet out a flat-out lie and, and, and while and, and I think at the point in he did that, they didn't have any information whatsoever. He could have still been, I, I'm not even sure that we even knew that that person had been apprehended at that point. No, I think he was apprehended immediately while he was there. But still, to tweet out that kind of lie. And they're, and they're, they're, the left is constantly yammering about President Trump and his irresponsible tweets. There should be, I'm for free speech as much as anybody else, but this is so bad. He ended up tweeting out later, folks, my 21-year career as a journalist, a fancy term that makes my skin crawl, frankly, came to a screeching halt yesterday with one stupid, regrettable tweet. Can't take it back. Wish I could. My sincere apologies to all good, hardworking reporters and to POTUS supporters. How about, first of all, where was the apology to President Trump? Um, The good news in this for me 
is that finally we see somebody on the left whose career has been hurt by uh, saying something. Because we've been talking about the double standard, about how Roseanne Barr, her career was completely destroyed with a stupid tweet. And all that was was a really crappy joke. I busted her for that because I thought it was racist and it was wrong. Um, But it didn't do anything this heinous. Because this is at a time in which we've got Maxine Waters going around a congresswoman calling for the harassment, for a mob to harass anybody a part of the Trump administration, and um, it, 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 which had already been done at the point in which Maxine Waters said that. In fact, did you guys also know that Rand Paul had, uh, someone was arrested for making threats against Rand Paul threatening to murder his family by chopping them up with an axe. That came after Maxine Waters' call for violence against Trump supporters. That came after Kirsten Nielsen was threatened in a restaurant and uh, surrounded in a restaurant by a mob and threatened. Um, that came also after the fact that, and then she, her home was surrounded and she was threatened. We had another official within the Department of Homeland Security whose home was visited and a dead animal carcass was left. And we've still got a dead, and Hillary Clinton refused to denounce this. So in, while all that is going on, we've got a supposed left uh, a, a journalist tweeting out that, that, it, that the gunman was wearing a Make America Great hat. Well, he, it's kind of telltale. He said he didn't like being called a journalist. He's a fiction writer. Well, you know, um, yeah, well, that was some fiction that he put out there. Now, I'm not for any restrictions on free speech. I know that President Trump had tweeted at, at some point that stuff like that. Um, you know, he was a reporter, um, but that, that people should be held criminally. You know, uh, I'm squeamish when it comes to that. I'm curious what you guys think. 888-344-1170 on whether or not you think, um, you know, there should be. I, I don't know how you. I don't know how you criminalize that. I'm really. I'm really squeamish about that. I think the free market should decide. I think the right thing happened uh, with him. Um, you know, losing his his job and his career because you just don't do that in this country. I think more people should. Uh, nine months later, speaking of somebody else in journalist uh, losing their career, it took nine months, but finally ABC announced uh, the firing of uh, Brian Ross, and uh, he was uh, at one time a well-respected journalist for ABC, and he uh, had written an article, I believe. I don't think it, I'm not sure if it was through tweet. However, I'm not sure in which means this ABC reporter communicated falsely that President Trump had uh, ordered or given a directive to Michael Flynn to contact the Russians and basically to collude with them, and it was it was wrong. What um, what it, you know he says that it was a mistake that he didn't understand that what had happened was after President Trump had won the election, Michael Flynn uh, was given the same directive everybody else in his position had been given by uh, the. Uh, newly elected president of the United States to start communicating with the, you know, other leaders around the country to start setting the stage for their job. So he tried to act as though he didn't know what he was doing, but we all know what he was doing. He was pushing forth the false narrative that the newly elected as part of, of enabling a coup attempt after false lies and smears, uh, uh, framing the attempt to frame President Trump or candidate President Trump and then by using that false evidence against him to try to uh, launch a coup attempt. He enabled that. That's incredibly destructive. What took ABC nine months to get rid of this dude? That's ridiculous. Um, Speaking of mobs, though, uh, harassing Kirsten Nielsen 
at her home and all these uh, calls for violence from the party that was supposed to be about unity, the party of love, the party of tolerance, the party of diversity, the party that's been out in the streets so concerned about the inhumane ways in which families, illegals are being treated in this country. Speaking of Kirsten Nielsen being surrounded and harassed by a mob, guess what organization might have been behind that? And what, what does that have to do with the man who Friday in L.A. called himself at a meeting the real president of the United States? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to pick it up on the other side. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. Your next night out won't be half price either. Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush. And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at AM. 1170theanswer.com. But hurry, before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half-off tuition hotline at 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. 
Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Um, before the break, we were talking about uh, the um, immigration protest over the weekend, which were, you know, almost riotous in their, in some of the hate-filled um, language that was going on and calls for violence. There was like an ongoing movement of call for, calls for violence in this country on the part of the left. And you guys will, may or may not be surprised a little bit later when I get into who might be behind that. But joining me now to talk about good news, because there was lots of good news that happened last week, is my buddy Gerard Lamero. Hey, Gerard, welcome back to the show. Oh, it's great to be back with you. Well, Gerard, I got to tell you, lots of people are thinking, in spite of all the great news we had last week from the Supreme Court and some decisions that came down, they're quite concerned over the win. Before we get into a little bit of your predictions on the court, um, I got to um, touch base on you a little bit because about uh, this race this young Alex from the block, this young gal who supposedly was raised in the Bronx, like Jennifer Lopez. Remember, I don't know if you were a fan of Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez, Gerard, but she had an album out years ago based on her time and her life in the Bronx. It was called On the Six, in which she recalled her time in which she would take the uh, subway, I guess it is, into the city, just a scrappy young girl trying to make a name for herself. Basically... Um, this gal who ran and won for office in New York kind of appropriated Jennifer Lopez's life story and pretended that she was some hard, scrappy young girl who grew up in the Bronx when come to find out she lived upstate in a, in a not-so-bad-off community as the daughter of an architect, and she was lying about it. Um, but we've known that communists kind of lie when they're running for office, and in spite of the lies, Gerard, people are kind of worried that um, that this is this is bad news for America, that we've got this socialist movement in our country. Your thoughts? Well, my thoughts is we're going to win. The good guys are going to win in the end. Those guys are going to lose. They are making such a fuss because they can see the end of the road for their movement. Uh, people are rejecting them left and right at the polls and re- regarding uh, the woman in the Queens, New York, in that uh, election in that, she got all of about 14 or 15,000 votes out of a district of 700,000. <laughs> Big deal. She ain't exactly Jenny from the block. She's not, well, she certainly <laughs> didn't even have even close to half, half of the, the, the district. I think she's got a good chance of losing because I think her ideas are being rejected by the majority of Americans across the country. The trends are all trending against them. By the way, when I wrote my newest book, More Great News for America, it was written at the end of, of uh, 2017 and the very first week or two of 2018. Since then, the numbers have turned further against them. The numbers are going more and more against them. When they pull the stunts like Maxine Waters and her ridiculous statements and some of the other ridiculous things that have been said, you know what it's doing? They're losing 100,000 votes here and 100,000 votes there. I mean, the party, the Democratic Party is becoming more and more a laughing stock. It's ridiculous. It's anti-American. It's pro-socialist, pro-communist, pro-everything bad. 
I mean, open borders? Give me a break. No ice? It's ridiculous. People aren't taking them seriously. They're, they're dropping them. Well, they're, yeah. they're giving up their membership in the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party is moving toward extinction. And I think by next year it'll shut down. I think the real fanatics, the left-wing fanatics, will join the Democrat Socialists of America or the Socialist USA Party, one of the socialist parties. Well, actually, DSA is not a party, but it's essentially a party and stuff. They work much like a party. And you know what? They are going to be out in the wilderness politically for decades. Yeah. They are out of touch with the American people. Well, you know, they, they didn't seem to pay attention. They didn't want to uh, recognize the movement in this country and what was going on in 2016. Uh, no, instead, what they decided to do was they decided to double down in a tyrannical uh, bullying attempt to, to try to beat down America en masse is really what they're trying to do. They're actually literally calling for physical harassment of people in order to uh, try to get their say. When it comes to the Supreme Court, got to shift gears here a little bit. You predicted, okay. you predicted that we would end up with a conservative majority on the Supreme Court, but a lot of super yeah, majority. A su- okay, a super majority. So because yeah. I, yeah, there are some people that are a little concerned with a couple of the people that President Trump is interviewing. What are your thoughts on on who he might be nominating? I think that there's a lot of speculation and a lot of it's political posturing for people that don't want certain people, either because uh, they're too good for them, you know, they don't want a true conservative, or else they're posturing because they're hoping to get the most liberal or the most radical they can find. And they're also saying lots of nasty things about some of the people on the list. Let me tell you what I think. I think Donald Trump is smart enough to figure out who's a true constitutional conservative, somebody who's going to not make laws but actually obey the laws and and judge based on the laws. And I think he's going to pick somebody. I think they're going to be confirmed long before the November election. And I think the the Democrats will then have another constitution. uh, The Democrats are going to have to deal with the fact that they have another constitutional conservative. And the Supreme Court is going to be making one good judgment after another. And you know what? Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who I hear, falls asleep during oral arguments (laughs) sometimes. She is 85 years old. She's going to resign very soon herself. Mm -hmm. And Stephen Breyer is going to turn 80 on August 15th next month. And he'll probably resign, too. So I think Trump's got two more appointments before he gets reelected in 2020. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, because we need two more. Because the concern that I have is that with Roberts on the court, I think he's going to step into Kennedy's position to be the swing vote. He betrayed the Constitution and betrayed the American people with his Obamacare uh, decision. And one of the, I I think it's Kavanaugh that uh, President Trump has on his list that he's been interviewing, I think, supposedly at a lower court, kind of kind of set the stage for Robert and kind of wrote in an, uh, in an earlier decision a pathway for Roberts to do what he did. And so that's got a lot of people concerned. Uh, the real battle, as everybody knows, is really over Roe v. Wade. And I think President Trump is doing, uh, it, it, from what all accounts, is I think he's going to, I predict that he's very smart, that whoever he nominates is going to be somebody that's not on record about Roe v. Wade because right. because well, Roe v. Wade was a ridiculous decision. It was yes. not constitutional. Uh, you know, I looked into that decision long ago when I wrote one of my other books, and I'll tell you, there's a number of decisions the Supreme Court has made that is not constitutional in nature, could easily be overturned with the right court. And I'll tell you what, 
no matter which of the truly good conservatives he can pick, I think that Roe v. Wade is gone next year. Ooh, really? Yep. Wow. I don't think anyway, and that's why the Democrats are going berserk because they can't. <laughs> the, the left can't stand the idea that this might actually be a country that follows the Constitution. Yeah, imagine <laughs> that. Like that. Yeah, and but you it, but you know what? They, they're so clever with their wordsmithing. They they are so clever that every in terms of their messaging, because they are always guilty of what they accuse others of. You've got Kamala Harris out here, and Kamala Harris out here in California saying we've got to stop President Trump being able to nominate somebody. We've got to push that out. And keep that from happening and take back the house in the midterms if we want to preserve the constitution when they're the very ones that are trying to do everything that they can to trample it yeah and then saying that that's an activist (laughs) (laughs) what a joke an activist is one who wants to follow the constitution they've got everything mixed up you know there was a book that came out about gosh 40 50 years ago by j edgar hoover which i have and that it's called masters of deceit and it was about communists. And you know what? They are masters of deceit on the left. They yeah, they are. that same model where they can't tell the truth. Exactly. I mean, they, they just lie about everything. They twist the meaning of words. And this is just one more example. You know what? We're going to have a constitutional conservative replace uh, Kennedy. And that he's going to judge things based on the following of the Constitution and the rule of law. And that's why I think Roe v. Wade is gone next year. Well, it's clearly bad law because if it was, if it, obviously, if it was good law, they wouldn't be so hysterical. They would know that that's it would right. uphold constitutional uh, in, in, in muster, and it doesn't. But yeah, they're they're so clever. Liberalism, they call themselves liberals. There's nothing. Liberalism is where liberty goes to die. The only choice you have, the only right you have under liberalism, is to kill your baby. Everything else, you ain't got the right. For. They want to tell you what kind of car you can drive, what kind of house you have to live in, what how big it should be, what to set your thermostat out, what your children should be told, what you should eat. You know, it's everything about them is complete control. The Affordable Care Act, all that did was raise everybody's premiums and their deductibles. It was completely unaffordable. I mean, there's <clears throat> there's absolutely nothing that they say. They're always they're always against the very thing that they say they're for. You know, abortion is not abortion is not women's health. You're talking about you know uh, a procedure that ends life. And I think the American people are onto it. I think they also know that Roe v. Wade uh, might have a short lifespan because um, they, uh, the party of science, who claims to be about science, knows that um, with, with the advancement of technology and the ability to see 3D images of children in the womb, that it's hard to say her body, her choice, when you can see 3D images of an entirely separate human being. Right. You know, the word socialism is really all about one word, control. And it is, what I tweeted out yesterday, the antithesis of freedom. Socialism is all about controlling you and me and everybody they can control because they think they're so darn smart, they're so arrogant, they think they've got all the answers and all their answers are right. Well, it's just the opposite. All their answers are wrong because they have no business controlling you. They do not have freedom. Uh, God is the author of liberty, and he gave us all freedom, and we have that freedom to pursue our he- uh, health, health, our happiness, our whole life. And that's why socialism always fails. That's why I think the inflation rate now in Venezuela is 43,000%. Uh. That's because of, of controlling, trying to control everybody's life. And so people have to eat dog food and dogs in some cases because yeah. they have no food. It's a disgrace what socialism has done. And you know what? Look at California. I'm sorry to say I, I love the state. And, you know, it's got the best climate in the world. 
And, you know, like San Diego, how can you get any better than that? Yeah. You know, and, and yet look at how the liberal, well, the leftists, let's, let's be frank. They're not liberals, they're leftists. The leftists that are trying to destroy the wonderful state of California. Yeah, they are. Well, um, from what you said, though, you're here always with the great news for America, but really the bad news for the Democrats. Because to wrap it all up, Gerard says the Democrat Party are going down. They ain't going to be here much longer. Roe v. Wade is going down, and we're going to have a supermajority on the Supreme Court. Gerard Lamero from greatnewsforamerica.com. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's great to be with you. You have a fantastic show in a fantastic city. Thank you so much. Um, before we go to break, though, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I get that Gerard is saying that this uh, faux Jenny from the block, this girl that misappropriated Jennifer Lopez's biography, in a sense, um, you know, I, I think that uh, the left is embracing her. She says she wants to be president of the United States. Well, you know what? Uh, she's, you know, she's kind of modeling Obama's trying to rewrite her history. You know, she, her bio says the state of Bronx public schools in the late eighties and early nineties sent her parents on a search for a solution. She ended up attending public school 40 minutes North in Yorktown and much of her life was defined by the 40 minute commute between her school and her family in Bronx. This is, this is such flat out lies that you've got to be reminded of the lies in Barack Obama's dreams of my father. If Obama had a daughter running for office right now, she would look like Alex from the Bronx. Insane. This is absolutely insane. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to uh, the real deal, a girl from New York City who's real and honest and whose bio is straight up and it's my gal, Jen Kearns. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. People who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of 
of you, just like we did Larry's friends and family. Thanks, buddy. For the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about getting 20% off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing. That's California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. This is Larry Marino on behalf of Move America Forward with an urgent call to support our troops who are serving overseas who won't be home for 4th of July Independence Day. They've answered our nation's call. Won't you? Send them a message of support. Let them know that they're not forgotten. Care packs are ready to go right now, full of premium cookies and coffee, Gatorade, personal care items and more. But we can't send any without your help. And sadly, our phones are way too quiet. We know you care about our troops. We're asking you to call right now. Call 855-787-6677. That's 855-7-TROOPS or give online at am1170theanswer.com. Each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate from Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Call 855-787-6677, 855-7-TROOPS or online at am1170theanswer.com. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Yeah, that's what they were singing down at the border today. I might have paraphrased a little bit, but that was pretty much the message. And is that a winning message? Well, here to answer that question is my buddy Jen Kearns from The Hill. Hey, Jen, welcome to the show. Hey, Andrea, good to be with you. Yeah, did you hear that little ditty that they singing down at the border today? (laughs) (laughs) I did, I did. Very Um, catchy. Yeah, quite catchy. Um, Is that little jingle? Uh, remember back when commercials used to have jingles? Uh, that maybe that's going to be the Democrats' jingle. Is that going to work? Is that going to sell their party in December or in November? <laughs> well, uh, you know, something needs to. They keep searching for a message uh, uh, that'll be winning message for them, and they just can't quite seem to find one. You know, it's interesting, Andrea, to look at the Democratic Party today. They have no message, no money, and a real no leadership at the top. And I think that's why you see every week. This message changing this week. Their message is abolish ICE. Uh, This 
I think is the most interesting thing that's happened this season so far in the midterm season, and that is a young woman out of New York, not too far from here, who is a member of the Socialist Party, uh, who ousted the uh, the 10-term Democratic congressman who was in line to take Nancy Pelosi's spot. Well, look at the effect that this young woman has had on the Democratic Party, and what does it tell you about the vacuum of leadership that exists in that party today? She went on, uh, I think it was this week with uh, George Stephanopoulos yesterday, it might have also been Meet the Press, yesterday morning and talked about how they need to abolish ICE. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon in the Democratic Party and followed her lead until the adults in the room, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, had to sort of walk that back today. And I I think what you saw here was the Democratic Party once again moving so far to the left Mm -hmm. that they really become so outside the mainstream of America, those voters that it really is going to take for them to have any shot at the House and Senate this fall in the midterm elections. Even Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi realized the party went too far left in following this Pied Piper, yeah. uh, this member of the Democrat uh, Socialist Party, uh, down this down this rabbit hole of abolishing ICE, which basically is just a siren call for open borders. Well, yeah. And the thing about uh, this young gal, I've had some fun at her expense because uh, the truth about her background <laughs> has come out. I don't know if you've heard that story. My friend John Cardillo, uh, The Hill, who you write for, did this thing about how she shredded John Cardillo after he pointed out the fact, as others did, uh, that she was not like Jenny from the block. Uh, from Bronx. She did not grow up in Bronx. Her parents bought a, a house uh, in a, in what I wouldn't necessarily call it affluent area, um, but certainly, I mean, the average income in the area they ended up living was like three times higher than what it is in the Bronx. Her dad was an architect, and uh, she did not grow up in the Bronx. She did not ride do a 40-minute commute on the bus every day to go to school, as she alleged in her bio. Her bio was flat-out lies. And, you know, and yeah. that's that's the leader of that's and she's driving the bus basically for the Democrat Party right now, you know, and then Gerard, I just had Gerard Lamero on my show and he was laughing at her. She only got 17,000 votes out of a district of 750,000 voters. So this girl who six months ago was a bartender only got 17,000 votes. Her bio is a complete lie as to who she is. And that's who's controlling the the policy agenda and the movement going forward in November. It's it's it, it, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, and it shows you how desperate the Democratic Party really is. Uh, if you look at, it's really not that different than Senator Elizabeth Warren, who also claims yes. she was Native American and had all these ties to this and her family. And those stories turned out not to be true. So there, there's a thread here that we see through the Democratic Party that they're so desperate. Uh, to to create a narrative so desperate to create a story that they're willing to actually lie about their backgrounds. And you're right. The truth is, I am more Latina than the woman who won the seat in New York. And I'll tell you why. My grandfather was Hispanic. Uh, I grew up, uh, he, he migrated to the U.S. mainland. I grew up speaking Spanish when I was age six. I ate pig's feet soup. I ate bacalaitos. I have more hot sauce in my purse than she does, Hillary Clinton. Um, so, you know, it, it just shows you yeah. it just shows you the failure of the Democratic Party when they try to tie these wins to identity politics 
and they don't have the identity to back it up. Now, that's not to say she's not of, of that descent. She certainly is, but she definitely fudged her resume, as they say. Well, yeah, and then she tried to cry victim as though she was being personally attacked as a result of it. And it's like, you know, she should have at least been more clever and done more like Obama to hide, you know, her background and, and you know, spend, you know, try to find an investor to spend a few mil to hide it if she was going to try to reinvent it to the, to the degree that she did. Um, you know, uh, it, it, I've got a couple more minutes with you. I don't know if you've had a chance to really, I have not had an opportunity to delve into the, it, it, supposedly it's come down to top, two top people that President Trump is looking at um, for his nominations uh, for the Supreme Court. Both women is from what I read tonight. I didn't even know he had two women. I knew he had one um, that um, he had recently added to his list. Your thoughts in terms of strategy uh, for the nomination process? Well, I think a pick of a woman would be good uh, as long as the woman is qualified. I know you and I are both conservatives, but we're also feminists, meaning we believe women can do everything a guy can do so long as she's qualified. So as long as she's qualified for the post, I think that's great. In terms of messaging and the confirmation fight, I think that's probably a smart strategy, given the fact that Susan Collins, a female senator from Maine, is probably going to be the most difficult vote to get here. Uh, she doesn't want anyone who is hostile to Roe versus Wade. Now, I think that's a key phrase here. People are saying, oh, Susan Collins doesn't want somebody who is just opposed to Roe versus Wade. That's not true. That's what the mainstream media is saying. If you look at Susan Collins' actual quotes on this, she said she just doesn't want someone who has, quote unquote, hostility to the Roe versus Wade decision. She just doesn't want someone who has an activist agenda who's going to be an activist on the bench. But I think she's open and she's left herself some wiggle room here. She could certainly go with a, a justice that is might be personally opposed to Roe versus Wade. She just doesn't want someone who's hostile and, and is hell-bent on maybe overturning that. Um, I think at the end of the day, Susan Collins might be fair on that. I think if it's a female pick, that'll make it even easier for her. And, and look, if you look at President Trump's actual record, I posted this on the one-year anniversary of his inauguration in January. We talked about it here on this show. Donald Trump, believe it or not, has appointed more women to senior posts in his administration than any administration prior in the United States history. As hard as that is to believe, and as much as the mainstream media would like for you not to believe that's the case, it is actually true. And that surpasses even what Barack Obama appointed and Bill Clinton appointed. And uh, boy, it'd be interesting to see the left go absolutely wild if he has a female Supreme Court justice as well. Yeah, it's this gal Barrett. I just Googled real quick. She's the one I'd read a little bit about her. Talk about hostility, the hostility towards her uh, when she was up for a Seventh Circuit Court judge regarding being Catholic. I mean, the hypocrisy knows no ends on the Democrat side. These are the people that, you know, uh, acted, you know, call Trump uh, a racist, bigoted, you know, um, Islamophobic, you know, everything that they could call against him for his travel ban and his religious bigotry uh, have open hostility and bigotry towards uh, Judeo-Christians and, and uh, Catholic Catholics in this country. So that, that uh, I like her. Um, her open um, Catholicism is going to be, clearly be used against her, but I would love to see him nominate her. She's 46, and he said he wants somebody that would have decades on the court. So this is going to be a really interesting week. When, uh, when's your next article coming out on the Hill? Uh, it'll be out tomorrow. It's on the Democrats going too far left on the abolishment of ICE. It'll be at the Hill probably tomorrow morning. I hate America. They want to <laughs> abolish ice. 
No, I don't sing for a living. Thank you so much, Jen Kearns, for being here. I appreciate it. Bye, Andrea. Bye. Now, uh, we come back. We're going to shift gears. What is OFA? What is OFA? Y'all know what that is? A few of y'all know who it is. In fact, you suggested that I do a little uh, segment on OFA. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about the fact that we have a major holiday coming up. July 4th, obviously, an incredibly important, uh, the, and some would say the most important holiday about the founding of our country, and that makes us a target for terrorist attacks. Nobody's talking about the terrorist attack that was foiled out of Cleveland, Ohio. So stay tuned. More Andrea Keisha coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. Warning, texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free consultations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VISION11 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VISION11 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text VISION11 to 350350. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-11 to 350350. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. This is Andrea Kay on behalf of Move America Forward. With July 4th, we celebrate our freedoms and pause to honor those who have served and are serving in our military. Listen to veterans in their own words. I just wanted to express how important it is to receive letters and cards and packages caring for the troops because it means so much. Won't you stand with our soldiers who are far from home and won't be home for holidays? Some haven't been home for over two years, have no letters, no cards, no packages from home. Right now, you have the unique opportunity to send a message of support from home, a tangible sign that these soldiers are remembered, not forgotten, and how grateful we are. We are a grateful nation, and it inspires us to keep going. Somebody cares, somebody loves us. And when we send our thanks with a care package full of goodies, cookies, coffee, Gatorade, and personal care items, you get to send a personal note of thanks and encouragement to that soldier in Afghanistan, Iraq, North Korea, or even Africa who's risking it all right now. This is a powerful way to celebrate July 4th and show our gratitude. Even at a distance, it brings comfort to us and encourages us to keep going. It's crazy know that someone still cares, know that there's people out there thinking about them that are understanding that they're going through a tough time. Your gift of $500 sends 
since 20 care packs, $250 since 10, and $100 since 4. And right now, I'd like to challenge any special listener to donate $500 or more to send care packages to our troops for Independence Day. As a thank you, you can hang out with me live in studio during the Andrea K. Show. Call now, 8557-TROOPS. 8557-TROOPS, that's 8557-TROOPS. Many people say thank you for your service, but they don't take a little extra time to do what you're doing. Also, while supplies last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate to Richard Walker's Pancake House with locations in La Jolla and downtown San Diego. Call 8557-TROOPS or give online at am1170theanswer.com. You're a successful sales pro. You're making good money. So what's missing? Well, we may have the answer. Salem Media is the largest Christian and conservative media company in America. And right now, our award-winning digital, mobile, and broadcast sales marketing team has a rare opportunity for the right person. We're looking for a digital and broadcast sales consultant, an experienced, uncompromising self-starter who understands selling and advertising strategies for digital and broadcast. You'll work with existing clients and develop new business with retailers and ad agencies. The position requires computer literacy, excellent verbal and written communication, a winning attitude, and a desire to achieve a high level of success in a fun and upbeat environment for a company voted as one of the best and brightest to work for in the past three years. If this sounds like the right career move for you, log on to SalemMediaGroup.com. Click on Careers, then choose the San Diego location. SalemMediaGroup.com, Careers San Diego. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Rolling into our final segment here. Um, I always ask you guys, what, do you, what are your topics? What do you want me to talk about? And so, um, actually, I'm now going to get into... Uh, a t- one topic, two topics that you guys wanted to talk about. This one in particular I've heard about um, from a few of you guys, and, and it's called OFA. OFA. What is OFA? Do you know what that is, DJ Carrot Sticks? When you get punched in the stomach, you go, OFA. <laughs> Good one. It's organizing for action. You heard of that? No. No. Well, let me tell you, it's just a, it's just a little, uh, little club. Headed up by someone that uh, supposedly was gone. You know, the uh, there was an article, I think, that came out the other day um, out of New York saying, you know, where uh, where's uh, Obama? He seems like he's disappeared. No, Obama has not disappeared. No, it's true that he built a big, fat, beautiful wall around his house in D.C. to separate himself. Cause, you know, because the left loves to talk about multiculturalism. They love to talk about open borders, just like in Europe. They did the whole multicultural thing with open borders, and then they made sure that they built big, fat, beautiful walls around their properties and shoved all the immigrants to outlying communities because the left never wants to have to bump up against any of these immigrants they pretend to care about. So, But from behind the hallowed walls of the Obama manse in their home is an organization being run by him, uh, Organizing for America. It brings in between 6 and $14 million in donations a year. It's funded in part by Democracy Alliance, which is connected to the radical group that dispatched agitators outside the Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen's Virginia town. Uh, her house they surrounded her house blaring an audio tape of crying immigrant immigrant children chanting no justice no sleep you heard that audio this was a group connected to obama that did that 
Yeah. And you know why? Because Obama was at a fundraiser in L.A. last week saying he was introduced as the real president of the United States. This organizing for action has now about 30,000 agitators that have been that have been dispatched around the country to not only be involved in a, in a protest like this or surrounding uh, the secretary Department of Homeland Security's house, but also a lot of these protests that you saw over the weekend. Guess who was involved in that? Yeah. Obama. Um, as well as uh, setting up, uh, they've trained more than 40,000 leftist agitators. These are going to be involved in, in um, uh, they've been uh, dispatched to uh, around uh, 27 Republican, Republican-held congressional districts, many with Latino populations. Um, Obama has been having, he's been sending out emails. In fact, he was sending out emails to this organization while he was still in the White House. This organization was in charge of his Twitter account. So Obama didn't go anywhere. This is a subversive group that has been involved and in also um, uh, they've got a, uh, uh, they're tied, they're partnered with a quote, ang- this article here, by the way, is by Paul Sperry. And he uh, describes the, their partner, the Indivisible Project, as being one of the angriest resistance groups around there. And they have plans to deploy OFA-trained agitators to, quote, storm Republican districts during the 4th of July recess um, to uh, shout down Trump's racist policies. So basically, the former president of the United States, Barack Obama, considers himself still the real president of the United States and in doing so has an organization of agitators to go around and foment violence and to harass Americans in order to take back through mobs, basically, to take back power of the United States. He should be, if we had actually an attorney general of the United States, if we had an acting director of the FBI, he would be in jail along with Hillary Clinton. We're going to have to spend a little bit more time tomorrow revisiting what was going on because all of this is nothing but a deflection away from the real abuse of power in this country and the massive power into the Department of Justice and the FBI in a way to terrorize Americans to, in a tyrannical attempt to take back this country. I wouldn't say terrorize. Although when you think about the mobs that are involved in this organi- organizing for America, that's kind of some terrorizing going on. When you're surrounding somebody's house, And doing this, to me, that's an act of, the Organizing for America and its offshoots should be declared a terrorist organization because I think that this is domestic terrorist tactics. But yet yet again, it was Obama who launched his entire career, his campaign, his political career in the home of the the Weather Underground, which had bombed uh, U.S. government buildings. Speaking of bombings in the time that I have left, got to do give a hat tip to the FBI because they did uh, stop a planned terrorist attack that involved at least an attempted terrorist attack, a plot on behalf of uh, someone named uh, Salah Adin Osama Walid, 48, out of Maple Heights, Ohio. He was charged with one count of attempting to provide material support to al-Qaeda. Remember, al-Qaeda was on the run, right? Al-Qaeda was dead. Wasn't that, wasn't that the chant that Obama administration uh, said? Um, 
He was arrested Sunday by members of FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force. A lot of back and forth going on. Uh, He did a lot of surveillance, took videos, gave all that over to what he thought was brothers in an attempt to uh, blast apart Americans and have their body parts go flying. Those were actually what he uh, said he was looking for. In fact, he wanted to make sure, as he uh, supposedly worked with his brothers in Al-Qaeda, which ended up being underground FBI agents. Uh, they said, Are you sure? They said that the FBI guy said, Are You sure you want to do this? And he's like, Oh, yeah, I really want to see. The FBI guys were like, You sure you want to see bodies flying around? Oh, yeah. In fact, he wanted to make sure he was able to be there and see it. Uh, what we do not know yet is this uh, guy was a U.S. citizen. I don't know. Was he born here or was he brought here? And was he naturalized? Was he brought here as part of some refugee organization or refugee um, resettlement? I want to know more about him. It's not enough that we, he was arrested. I'm glad for that. Americans' lives were saved. But I want to know how he was here in this country. It was he, if he was born here, how did he become a part of this ideology? What was involved in that? Where did he learn this from? Was he, quote, radicalized by watching videos online? Or was he, was he taught this in a mosque? And what is being done to investigate the mosques in this country? that are teaching this kind of ideology because we know that it exists. In fact, it existed in San Diego as part of the mosques here, which were part of the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Thank you all for joining me. Thanks to my great guests. I'm going to be right back here tomorrow at 6 p.m. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Love you all. Have a great night. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.